Get on your feet and make some noise. It's time to rise up and join the rebellion with Tyson Smith. Welcome, everybody, to episode 18, I believe, of The Rebellion. I'm your host, Tyson Smith, and today we have on somebody who I've been doing a lot of business with, uh, the fucking best marketer I know personally. We got Magic Eye. Welcome, brother. Thank you, man. It's excited to be here. Dude, me too, man. So, guys, um, Magic Eye has been like instrumental in the growth we've had in, in my wholesale business this year. Um, he's been doing a ton of marketing. So generating leads for our wholesale business, uh, all digital marketing. I wasn't even sure exactly because uh, I thought you were, you were doing PPC leads at first. Right. I wasn't even <laughs> sure what exactly you were doing. No, I wasn't. But or not. <laughs> yeah, but you started sending us these leads. Basically, you came to us and you're like, hey, like, look, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm good at marketing. I'm good at running digital ads. Let me run some ads uh, for you guys. You guys close them. If you do, give me a percentage. Let's see if we can make some money. Okay, cool. Let's do it. And you started sending leads over, and now we're closing them, like, what, 1 in, one in 10, 1 in 11? 1 in 11, yeah. Something like that? Yeah, something like that. Pretty, pretty <laughs> so some, some fucking pretty crazy, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we're like, oh, shit, all right, this is this is badass. Um, so, Magic Cat, I'm really excited. I want to learn all about how you've gotten to that point. You're doing that, where you kind of came into this new... Because you never ran wholesaling ads before. No, nah, no, nah, I, I, I mean been like four months now but yeah but in the beginning it was because you you'd obviously had experience running ads before but not specifically for this niche yeah exactly right well i want to hear about how you you know your education of how you got to the point because i know that you've obviously been in all kinds of different courses and masterminds like, i feel like we probably have a very similar like uh arc as far as education goes like self-educating ourselves through different people and stuff we find on the internet and, and then just like taking action on it but doing that um Magic Eye is also running my ads for Wholesaling 101 that just came out. So, um, guys, sure. if you haven't already, uh, we launched a new community called Wholesaling 101 where we are showing people step-by-step -step how to wholesale real estate. Guys, this is everything I've learned for the past two and a half years, uh, almost like $200,000 spent on courses, masterminds, mentorships, everything. I've condensed it all into a way where anybody can take, learn my processes and go out and get a wholesale deal. Um, it's all my proven processes. You get weekly calls with me where I'll be able to answer any questions you have and make sure you're on the right track. You also get access to our community. Our, guys, our community is full of people who are all like-minded, who are out there chasing wholesale deals. We got a ton of like players in there who really know what they're doing. Uh, as well as right now we're offering a bonus where we get 10,000 free skip trace motivated leads uh, guys, everything. So, guys, uh, wholesaling 101 is $69 a month. And just from my processes, the calls, and the free list of leads you get, you should be able to take that information and go make $10,000, $30,000 next month just by taking action. So, if you guys are interested, go ahead and hit the link in my bio um, and go to wholesaling 101, and there you can learn some more information. But Magic Eye is helping me do the marketing for this. So this is a really interesting experience for me because I've never ran any kind of paid ads before. Right. And, and so um, I've been working with him and I was kind of like, I didn't know where to start. Like I was like, all right, dude, like what, like what do I need to make in the ads and everything? <laughs> and you kind of been walking me through it all. Yeah. yeah. No, it's uh, it's definitely a learning process for sure. Especially when you first try doing it. Right. Right. I mean, it's, there's a lot of moving parts for sure. Definitely. Well, so uh, when I was in Grant Cardone's office um, a few months ago, one thing he was talking about was his ads and he kind of went through this list and he said the first reason the first thing when you look at an ad is it needs to be for you and what i mean by this is this is going to be your representation to a lot of people this is people are going to see this and yes uh, a lot of it will be to your existing audience or whatever but people outside are going to see this and this is going to be your introduction so it needs to be something that you want to um that you want to showcase yourself to others right it's helping build your reputation um, and that's something that I thought was, you know, really like stuck well with me. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's super true. I mean, a lot of people will go into making ads and like try to be super professional sometimes. But honestly, I think what performs the best nowadays is being more real with the audience that you're targeting. Right. Um, you know, you'll see a lot of influencers, a lot of gurus online. They'll they're always doing the same thing. They're pulling up in a nice car or like they're. They're on some vacation or something like that. But honestly, I, the only ads I click on are the ones where I feel like the person's legit and being real on camera. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. And and look, dads, I mean, they, I, I like, 
here's the thing is I used to hate commercials, right? Like on TV, but it's because commercials were like, they were casting such a wide net, right? But now ads have gotten so much better where like the ones that I'm being shown are the ones that I need or like want. Like it's funny, I launched right. this program and all of a sudden now I'm getting all kinds of ads of people who are like, I can help you scale your coaching business. Yeah. Like all of this, it's like so There's accurately so targeted yeah. that I'm seeing stuff all the time. I'm like, shit, man, I kind of want that. Yeah, I know, right? It's kind of scary how good the algorithm's gotten over time. Like when I first started marketing, it was pretty good. Yeah. But nowadays it's crazy, especially with other platforms like TikTok. Um, and then I think Meta is starting to catch on to that that way the algorithm performs yeah. and ever since tiktok started blowing up i noticed the algorithm on facebook and instagram has started to like even get better and really? crazier which is interesting but i i, I like it too because i've yeah. seen stuff i like let me ask you dude do you think that the phones like listen to you like because if you ever been like talking you know had that thing where you have a conversation with somebody and you like say like oh yeah man i'd be really interested in golfing pebble beach or whatever and all of a sudden you're getting ads for like trips to go golf Pe pebble beach you know what i'm talking 100 percent uh, your phone's 100 percent listen to you yeah. it even says it in the privacy policy in uh apple's documents but i'm pretty sure apple shares a lot of that information um the apps themselves also have a uh some sort of policy yeah. where th when you download them they're allowed to i don't, I don't want to say hijack but like use your phone's recording your audio um I don't know about camera, but like what I think the future, I think the cameras will start to see our facial expressions while we're scrolling. Oh, so they can really so know. They know if you really like something. Wow. And I don't know if they're doing that right now, but that's my theory on where it's going. Yeah. And eventually, you know, with like uh, Elon Musk talking about how he wants to get, you know, brain implants and stuff like that, that takes it to a whole different level where technology will be reading our minds. What do you think about is, the like the Neuralink, the brain implants? Oh man, I'm still I'm still trying to I don't know. It's it's just such a crazy concept, right? Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I would have never thought that would be in my lifetime. Oh no, right. That's just like the, the, that's like crazy. <laughs> that's out there. Yeah, no, it's insane. Um I think there'll be some benefits to it. I think it'll make things really efficient, especially when we're working. I mean, not having to use a keyboard or a mouse, like mm -hmm. your thoughts direct the flow of your workflow, yeah. which is really crazy to think about but um in terms of privacy and stuff like it i don't know they're gonna have to be some regulations i think definitely if you know technology has access to our minds it, we everything lost all privacy right well everything. and also when does it then have like control of yourself your, your body's controlled by your mind so like <laughs> but here's my That's thing true. dude if, if i put if you put a chip in my brain and all of a sudden i know how to speak french and i can do kung fu and shit give me that chip I want that chip right now. Yeah, like, there's, there's that too. That's why it's a, there's a lot of pros and cons. I mean, with everything. Um, yeah. But this is just like new frontier. It definitely is sure. gonna be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. So, um, will you tell me how you got your start into marketing? Mm. Well, how long do you want me to make this, uh, dude? Give me, give me all of it, bro. I want to <laughs> know if it starts from childbirth and. Oh shit! Okay, you let I me won't know. go that far back. <laughs> <laughs> that could take a long time, but um, to to sum it up, I mean, I was in college. Um, I, I was going to a community college. I always did bad in school. I wasn't, I wasn't interested in school at all. I was yeah. interested in making money, because I knew that's, you know, that's what was going to help me live the life I wanted, and they don't talk about that in school, right? So no. I was pretty disinterested in all the other subjects um and then my sophomore year came around and i was studying to maybe be a marine biologist because you know i love the ocean i'm a surfer i i love doing you know or spending time in in the ocean but i still was like this is going to take a long time i'm i'm broke right now like i can't do anything i want right now mm -hmm. except go to school and work which i was working at a um a hardware store oh yeah yeah so um on my breaks, I was starting to watch YouTube, and I was seeing one day like some kid on sh showed up with an ad targeting me, and he was uh, I think his name was Sebastian Gorju. He's, oh yeah, he's yeah. actually here local uh, locally, but yeah, uh, I saw his ad, and he was some 18 year old kid making hundred thousand a month or something crazy. I don't even know the amount, but I was like, holy shit, like. And in the video, he actually said, look, if someone like me can do this, like you can too. And I was like, interesting. Like, what is this all about? Mm -hmm. So then I started learning about e-commerce and marketing and like 
that's when I started my own dropshipping store. Okay, um, so it all started really with dropshipping. It did, okay. yeah, dropshipping. And uh, so many things were happening in that point in time. Like, my girlfriend and I broke up. Um, at the time, I was living at her parents' house, so I moved back to my mom's house. I was down bad. I got fired from, uh, from the, the hardware store because I was taking too long my breaks watching YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I ended up working at this uh, restaurant, busting tables, super broke. I was like, I need to make this work. Yeah. Like 100%. And I don't know if I just got lucky or if I just applied the knowledge really well that I was learning on YouTube, but um, I launched this product and within like three months, I did like six figures. Really? Yeah. I scaled the ads just aggressively, and I was oh, using my okay. personal credit card and everything. <laughs> like, okay, so um, with this first store you launched, were, were you running paid ads for yeah, it? Yeah, okay, one hundred percent just Facebook ads. Gotcha, and you were just you're you're putting them on credit ads. Yeah, I was using my personal credit card. I had a thousand dollar credit limit. I had to pay it off like multiple times a day because I was spending so much on ads. No way. Yeah, and. I don't know what the, the banks never said anything to me, but I was running in it. And then I talked to an accountant. He's like, you need to stop doing that. Like, <laughs> you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Really? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So that's how that happened. So the first store pops off. Yeah. And uh, and I'm sure the, the experience you got from running those ads was pretty priceless as well. Yeah, um, I actually hired like a personal mentor who was also good at e-commerce uh, and Facebook ads. How'd you find the mentor? Uh, I'm sure, I don't remember. I think I I think I was following someone who mentioned him. Okay. And mentioned how he was hiring him. Okay. As a mentor. So and so you hired this person. You reached out and you're like, hey, can I pay you to show me what the hell's going on? Yeah, pretty okay. much. And uh, he just taught me how to scale them profitably. It, it was actually not very complex, but yeah. Yeah, there were certain things that didn't make any sense that the how the algorithm worked. Like there was, there's certain things in scaling on on Facebook that aren't uh, intuitive. Yeah, and just kind of you gotta know. You just gotta know. Yeah. Right. Um, well, okay. Here's the thing, so. bro. A lot of things like so when me and you were going through the. Uh, because Magic I was coming through my Facebook or my Meta business account and the uh, the TikTok account, and I'm starting to look at all this stuff, and I was like, none of this seems very intuitive whatsoever. Like this shit is complicated. <laughs> yeah, they don't really make it that user friendly. Yeah. Okay, so this guy helps you out. What's next? Are you still drop shipping? Are you trying new stores? Or well, <laughs> what happened was I was working with a supplier, right, mm -hmm. and I was getting greedy because one product popped off. I'm like, all right, let's start. Let's start launching some new products here. Yeah. I was drop shipping from AliExpress, which anyone who's listening to this and knows about e-com knows, like, there's some things to look out for. But yeah. I didn't know anything. I was 19 years old. Um, and so I worked with this one supplier for these, like, waterproof, like, earphones. Like, these oh, little, yeah. like, little AirPod type of things. And uh, I had a whole bunch of orders for it. But then, like, two months later, I found out that the supplier wasn't shipping any of them out. So, so you just, you, you're like, okay, like I'm getting orders and then I'm fulfilling it through the, I've done some like drop shipping, but it's being fulfilled and I'm paying for them, but they are, none of them are getting shipped. Yeah. So I paid okay. for all the marketing. I paid for all the product that never shipped. And then on top of that, all my customers were mad. So I had a refund for that. Ooh. So it just, it took me out again and yeah. I was like, okay, I need to like start start learning from my mistakes here and like maybe do something else. And that's when I found out I can do marketing for like businesses. Mm -hmm. And uh, I took a, a, a guy named Billy Wilson, who uh, he'll probably see this if uh, I post this, but uh, he started, he had this like course and he was doing really well just marketing for like local businesses. Okay. Um, and I learned from him. So you go to local, you go to what, let's say a little local plumber or a pizza shop and it's like, hey, I'm gonna run ads on your behalf? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, that took me down the line to investing in a different program that was much more high level. It was called Agency Lab, uh, ran by Joel Kaplan. And uh, I learned so much from that, that, like, I was confident doing lead gen almost anything. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I mean, right after that, I chose a different niche. I was, uh, at first I was doing lead gen for, like, all these different types of niches, like gyms and yoga studios and, like, all these random mm -hmm. niches. And then I found insurance. And insurance was really easy to get leads for, specifically for Medicare. Okay. Which was really weird. But I ended up scaling up, you know, an agency with 
bunch of insurance agents and agencies um, in the Medicare space. Yeah. So you just reach out directly to these agents like, hey, I can provide leads for you. Yeah. I mean, I ran my own Facebook ads to get clients from them. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I ran I got a whole bunch of people booking appointments in my calendar and then I was running leads for them. And, and is that what you were doing when we first met? Because I remember you telling me that, yeah, am I running? Yeah, okay. it was. Gotcha. Yeah. And now are you still doing any of that or like? I have some fairly large clients in that space that are just, you know, they, they just need a lot of leads. So they mm-hmm. hit me up. But um, I, I wasn't really I wasn't really interested in the niche at all. Yeah. And it was kind of boring. Yeah. So uh, that's what. <laughs> yeah. It is a little insurance, Medicare, bro. I'm kind of falling asleep. Um, yeah, dude. Literally, I was like, I went to this event and everyone was over 65. Oh, yeah. And I was the only 20, 20 year old in that whole building. And there was like a thousand people there. Mm. Okay. So I was like, it, real estate might be where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> so, because you had known about wholesaling, right? You had heard about it or something. And then, um, uh, I don't know how we met something, a TikTok video or, or something, but me and Magic, I ended up working out together and uh, he was kind of telling me about what he was doing. And he's like, yeah, I can generate leads like a motherfucker. And um, then you ended up getting in contact with Mitchell and it was like, let's let's see what we can do here. Let's let's uh, let's run some leads. And then um, if you're not in wholesaling, I guess you don't realize, but one in 11 leads to deal is like pretty fucking crazy <laughs> like to yeah. give you guys to give you guys into uh to put this into perspective what we were doing before was all cold calling leads so the industry average in cold calling is it takes 70 leads to turn into one signed contract now we were probably closer to 50 but still that means that we need so the way this works is we pull data we send it over to our cold callers who are in the philippines they're dialing these people, and what we're looking for is people who say, yes, I'm interested to sell, and then maybe answer a couple more questions. We count that as a lead. So we need that to happen 70 times in order to get one deal. Now, in addition to that, the industry average on cold call leads is that from the time they enter the system, so from the time that your, your Filipino VA has a conversation with them, they say, yes, I'm interested in selling, and that gets transferred over into our system, it takes from that point 15 days before that lead is contracted. With Magikai's leads, that number for, instead of it taking 70 leads to turn into a deal, now it's 11 leads to turn into a deal. The average on, from when the lead comes into the system to when we have it under contract is two days. So where it would take a salesperson two weeks of working a lead to get a deal, it's now taking them two days. So when you start to look at the power of inbound marketing, it's so much more scalable and just better for several different reasons. Number one, your salespeople are going to be a lot happier. I know that my salespeople, they, so Magic Guy just walked in, they all fucking love this guy. They're like, oh, here's some motherfucker, <laughs> right? They love this guy because now they're closing deals all over the place, whereas it used to be so much harder. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, with, with cold calling, in order to scale it up, it's, okay, you pull more data, you hire more cold callers. There's a lot of, that's a lot, there's a lot more friction in doing that, of like hiring, managing, training a cold caller than it is with what you're doing where it's like let's just spend more money right because with the with scaling cold calling it's the same thing yes we have to spend more money to hire whatever but here it's just like we pump more money into this we give more money to this guy and he all of a sudden more leads are coming in yeah it's like a money printing machine right almost <laughs> so this kind of start off is um sort of an experiment for you it's like hey let's see if this works yeah pretty much and now since then you have reached out and worked with other wholesalers and people who are you know you provide them with leads and and they're they're closing them yeah i've i've worked with a few wholesalers i honestly have been keeping this small because what's the point of working with 20 different wholesalers making the same amount whereas you can work with one who's the best yeah but I guess it's all personal preference. Well, I mean, do you have plans to kind of like open it up? Like if somebody was listening to this and, and, and they were like, damn, I'm liking what Tyson's saying over there. How do I get me some of these Magic Eye leads? Right. Well, I have opened it up to people who have their system dialed down. Yeah. I'm not going to send leads to people who don't know what they're doing because 
you know, then they're going to complain and say my leads are shit. Yeah, well, and, and that's <laughs> the thing, because because here's the thing is, number one, people don't understand this, but leads and data, and that, that's very expensive. Like, it's an investment you have to make. Right. And if you don't know what you're doing, then you're not going to get a return. Exactly. Whereas, so if you have some person who comes in and maybe a beginner and they buy some leads from you and then like you send over the leads, they call it a week after it comes in and then they, they already sold it and like, yo, these leads are shit. Right. I see what you're saying. I'm trying to avoid that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I believe one of the reasons why our company does so well with your leads is we have a like rigorous culture of speed to lead of like when a lead comes in, we want to be on the phone with them as soon as possible and it's like it doesn't matter if it's seven o'clock on a friday or if it's 6 a.m like we are calling that lead like the moment and now obviously because leads will come in at 2 a.m 3 a.m obviously we're not calling those right away but we even have systems set in place to where even though we're not answering the phone somebody is calling them somewhere that's you know at least being like hey we're going to get in contact with you when's the best time let's set up an appointment right things that nature yeah that's very needed for sure yeah like a lot of people don't have that okay but here's here's the thing you got to look at like especially in our space like wholesaling right yeah so if you're somebody and all of a sudden you you have a pre-foreclosure like you're in pre-foreclosure and your house is being foreclosed on in three weeks you're gonna go on your computer and you're gonna google or whatever how to sell my house fast or whatever it is They, they they they're scrolling through instagram and all of a sudden they see your ad and it's it's hey do you need to sell your house fast whatever it is they click on it and they fill out their information but then there's a gap there of like what happens right it's like hey like stand by somebody's gonna be reaching out to you or you're gonna get an offer whatever it is yeah but now this thought's in their mind so what's to stop them then from going to the to google and and how to sell my house fast and now all of a sudden they're calling them and then they're just going down the list i know for me any single time i'm looking for something like that I just start calling down. If somebody doesn't answer, I'm calling the next. Yeah, and and I'm just going through and doing that, right? Yeah. So you have to be the person who capitalizes on that moment. I call it like whitening in a bottle. Like when somebody's ready to make that decision and they're ready to make like it's not a purchasing decision, but you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they're selling. Yeah. When they're ready to make that decision, you need to capitalize on that right away. One hundred percent. Yeah. A lot of people neglect that, and I'm like, it blows my mind. So I'm like, you have people literally asking to sell their property to right. you why would you not try to hit them up as soon as and, possible and like this is like the whole way you make money is by buying property like <laughs> it doesn't make sense yeah to me. i mean it's a lot of people just don't realize like how much it actually matters oh it, it's it's crazy yeah. like i i think we're setting up our system so we can get better data on this but i think it's gonna be very interesting to see once we can like what the percentage of of closed deals are like at different drop-off points of like I want to see the threshold of when we reach out to leads within five minutes of them entering, what are our chances of closing versus seven and a half minutes versus 10 minutes? Like, I bet the drop off is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. I mean, they already have data on this, too. Like, you can look up online, like drop off rate from after a person signs up a form to get contacted. And it's like exponentially. Yeah. I mean, even after I think a a couple days or even one day, I think was like 80 something percent less likely to answer their phone at all going forward after that which and and people are gonna think this is crazy because they're gonna be like well oh if 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 they didn't do that after then they then they don't want it but you don't realize it's just that's not how people make decisions yeah people get into a mindset and it's all emotional and it's like they're ready to pull the trigger on something where something completely crazy random can happen five minutes later that'll turn that off right i mean it could be even something like not even random like it could literally just be like Oh, like I'm watching a video now on YouTube. Like I don't even mm-hmm. want to answer this phone call. Yeah, <laughs> like it could be that fast. So that's why, yeah, super important. To Speed do that. is important. I mean, that's like that's my like for people who, like, are wholesaling whatever. Like, like they they've gotten deals. They're past like they're just trying to get their first deal stage. The best piece of advice that I always give to them is you need to figure out how long it's taking you to contact new leads and figure out a way how to cut that in half. Yeah, because that alone right there is going to you know make your business be so much better for sure i mean if even if you were able to double the rate of people answering their phones like you're essentially doubling how much money you'll make yeah and just like your um your amount of lead like money spent to get those leads like you're (laughs) just taking advantage of it yeah it all trickles down right yeah which another thing is it is with that a piece of advice i want to give that i think is super helpful for people who are still cold calling 
is one thing that we were doing in the beginning is basically our cold caller speaking to them. They find a lead. It's like, okay, hey, listen, we got this information, whatever. We confirm their contact information. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a home buying specialist give you a call shortly. Hang up the phone. And then the, the information comes in our system here, and then we call them up. Which, instead of doing that, we're like, okay, wait. Because we're having a huge problem of all of a sudden we try to call those people and even if it was five minutes after we couldn't get them on the phone yeah exactly and they were just sitting in like this like uncontacted bucket where yeah. they had said to somebody that they wanted to sell but then we were never able to get a hold of them right and what we did to fix this was we just changed it to a live transfer where it was once they got on the phone it's like hey i'm going to transfer you directly to a home buying specialist who will take care of you right yeah and then all of a sudden it's like oh we're closing way more deals and <laughs> uh, we have way less leads that are just not being wasted that's like, crazy it's just <laughs> one little thing well, here's the thing that difference. here's the thing that I found about like hiring mentors and stuff is like as I get more and more experience in this industry, it's more and more little things like that that I'm looking for. Just these tiny little dials we can turn that are gonna you know increase our business. It's not these large sweeping changes we make anymore. Right. I mean, exactly. I mean, even Alex Ramos talks about this a lot. Like the tiniest difference sometimes in your at the top of the funnel can make just you so much more money. Yeah. At the bottom. Dude, Alex Hermosi, so uh, I don't know if I told you this, but, like, um, so I'd obviously, I knew who Alex Hermosi was. Like, I just content and stuff. I was just always coming in. And he had some stuff I liked, and, like, I didn't really have a strong opinion about him. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, this is just a, he's a big internet guru. Like, and he was jacked, so, like, I liked that about him. But uh, <laughs> when, I, when I was telling you about Wholesaling 101 that I was making uh, at the time, um, and so guys like magic, Kyle, like I said, he's the best marketer I know. So I was always calling him, asking for advice and bouncing ideas off of him. And you told me, you're like, you need to read hundred million dollar offers by Alex Ramosi. And he's like, this will answer all your questions. And I was like, all right. And just literally, cause I was driving home from the office and I was like, all right, I'm, I'm changing. I'm going to Barnes and Noble. I'm gonna go buy it right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were on it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, which also they didn't end up having it, but <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. Either uh, way, I started reading this book and I was like, holy fuck, dude. My like Alex Ramosi is a goddamn genius. He's pretty smart. Dude, I, I love that guy. Well, I, I listen to like every video he makes. Dude, the way he but I mean, he's compiled all this information. If you haven't read hundred million dollar offers, guys, and you're interested in marketing or starting a business, I think that's probably the best business book I've ever read. It's one of them for me for sure. I've read a few others that were just are go even more in depth. Yeah, uh, like Ready Fire Aim by uh, Michael Masterson. Is that another really that good guy one? Is a goat. Yeah. Ready, fire, aim. Ready, fire, aim. He won another good book. But Alex Ramosi, like, he covers offers. And, like, that's really the foundation of, like, any business is, right. like, what you're offering. Well, and I think that a big thing that is, like, right now is super trendy is making money online, right? Figuring out some way to do that. And I think that that book is a great place to start. For sure. Yeah, you got to know what you got to, you know, you got to know what you want to offer to people. And, right. And if you're offering something shitty, <laughs> <laughs> who's right. going to buy that? Yeah. So, yeah, that book's a great starting point. It sure. is. Well, I mean, it was just super helpful, especially because at the time where I was, where I knew, like, what it is I wanted to do. And, like, my goal was I want to show people how to do what I've learned how to do that's changed my life, allowed me to make a bunch of money. Yeah. And it's, I want to be able to show other people how to do this. And then just following the framework that he's created, not only one ensures that my offer is great and that people are going to get value out of it, but that it's going to be able to get into the hands of all the people who need it, Right. Yeah, no, I mean, your offer is sick. I mean, I, I had no problem being like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely try marketing for that because it's, it's a great offer. I mean, it's less, I mean, guys, if you haven't checked out his course, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> let me just tell you now, it's a great deal. $69 for a month, you know, month to month. Like, that's less than a fucking phone bill. Exactly. Well, and, and, and that was the whole goal is I looked at it and, and, you know, especially in this space, like, I know me personally, dude, I've paid people $25,000, paid people $10,000. Like, I, you know, I've been in things where it's like 6000 bucks a month. And yeah. yes, I've gotten value from all of them, but that's just so inaccessible to most people. Right. Now, look, don't get me wrong. If you don't think eventually I'm going to start selling things for, that cost that amount of money, you're crazy. Because it will get there. It will happen. Because there's a market for it. <laughs> yes, But I want to be, I genuinely want to be able to help people. And I know in order to do that, like, I need to make it more accessible. And now here's another thing. Here, here's what I'm going to answer because I know there's some person listening right now who's like, well, if you want to help more people, you make it fucking free, right? There's some person saying that. And to that I have to say is when people don't pay for things, they don't give a shit about them. It's so true. They never take it, like, they never do anything with it. Right. Like, exactly. I made a video about this the other day. I've, uh, like, a bunch of times people, like, I already have a personal relationship with, but, like, 
sees what I'm doing and they're like, hey, like, I'd love to learn. Like, will you, you know, jump on a call with me? For the longest time, I was like, sure. Like, if I already knew them, whatever, like, because like, here's the thing is I do want to help and whatever. And, I, you know, I spend like an hour with these people, you know, telling them exactly what to do, all of this, like giving them like really strong advice that I wish I had when I first started. Every single time I've ever done that, not one of those people have I looked and seen or not one of those people have texted me that, oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're getting deals or doing something. Uh, that's just unfortunate, man. Like, yeah, a lot of people take free stuff for granted um, right. a lot. I mean, like, I mean, even YouTube, like, there's so many. If you look at, like, most YouTube videos that are providing a bunch of value, there's, like, thousands of people who've watched that video. But how many of those actually took action? Right. Probably less than a percent of them. Right. Which is just mind-blowing to me. Well, it, it, I mean, it, it is to me, too. And I think that that's one thing that, like, I, I'm grateful is because I've spent a bunch of money on, it, like, education, I also just, like, I, I, I take the free shit as it's out there and I run with it, too. Like, I know it's good. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. like I just hired um I just hired a new mentor, somebody um <clears throat> to help me grow the wholesale business even more. And um I found him because of all his free content. Like he was putting out a bunch of free stuff and and he's not like big on social media by any means, but um I basically saw like he was putting out some videos about like how he gives offers. And I was like, "Damn, that's really good." And I kind of looked more and I just started implementing the shit that he was talking about. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck it, let's start doing this." Yeah. And it started working really well. Exactly. And then eventually I reached out to him and, you know, I found out he's fucking crushing it and i'm like all right dude i gotta pay you like you gotta you gotta show me how to get to that level but it's in the beginning it's i took what he was giving away for free and i started actually using it but i feel like most people don't do that it's super true i mean yeah that's how i got started in marketing like e-commerce i didn't buy a course i literally just watched youtube videos yeah. from people and they were so valuable that i was able to scale a, a brand new e-commerce store with zero knowledge to six figures in like a couple of months so but it's because you took action. Exactly. It's because you did the thing. I was smart enough, fortunately, to have done that. Yeah. Well, dude, it's not yeah. even smart enough. It's just I feel like some people, like, dude, if you want it that bad, you're going to go do it. And even though it might not be perfect, like, like that's the thing I say about wholesaling. And I've, I've said this a million different times. It's everything that I can teach you, everything that's out there, it's on YouTube for free right now. Yeah. Like, you, like, you might have to search for it. And you got to dig a little bit more, and there's probably more fluff, and, and you're going to spend more time doing it. But it's out there for free right now. Yeah. Whereas, now here's the thing, is when people pay for something, they have skin in the game. And they're like, well, I got I to gotta get this back, right? Yeah, exactly. So then it forces them to do what we're talking about, which is to actually go and implement, go, go do the work that's required, right? Yeah, and a lot of time, too, with the free content, like, it's all good, but they can't necessarily ask, like, very in-depth questions, which is why, like, a good program like yours is great because you can ask questions and, like, right. not be left in the dust if you have, like, one thing that's been you can't really figure out what's yeah. stopping you from taking action. And, and that place. is, I think, the biggest reason why people who are seriously invested in, like, learning how to wholesale and they're wanting to know how to do it and one of the reasons why they're not able to find success is because they don't ever have somebody like that where they can go and ask a question, these one-off little things, which is why we wanted to, you know, be able to be there for those people where it's like, because these tiny little questions, whatever it is, like it takes me fucking 30 seconds to respond to it. I know that it can save you just so much time. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, I'm a huge believer in like, learning from people who've made the mistakes first. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just going to save you time and headache and depression, honestly. Like, yeah. <laughs> getting screwed by suppliers like I did, like, that was fucked up. Yeah. And that took that set me back, you know, a six months at least of my life. Yeah. Which is, you know, could have been avoided if I maybe joined, like, something like yours, you know? Well, so if you were to, if you were to, like, if somebody, if you were talking to somebody, some 18-year-old kid, and it was like, Magic, I'm super interested in marketing. I uh, really like that shit. Like, how do you suggest I go learn about this? What would you tell him to do? Dude, that's actually crazy you asked. Because when I was back home in Hawaii, um, I linked up with a friend of mine. And he's a little bit younger than me, but he asked me the same thing. And um, I asked him, like, what his personal goals were first. Yeah. Because sometimes people are like, oh, I want to do marketing. But it's like, your personal goals might not actually align with that. Like, what if, mm -hmm. what if, what if you get, got into marketing and you hated it, you know? just because you wanted to make money like yeah you could do that but if you really want to get into marketing test it out like i say yeah reach out first go on youtube start like watching videos from people and then just see who resonates with you the most and like who really provides the most value because most likely like if they're providing that much value on their videos they actually know what they're talking about yeah um 
and then yeah i mean i would say bite the bull and buy a course that's credible too um you know from someone that like i said is actually knows what they're doing which right you can usually tell pretty quick but well is what yeah. i think the biggest thing here is to to see multiple people like um i know like where some people have gotten bit because especially like in my industry like wholesaling you know there's a bunch of people out there who they what you know they go do a couple of deals they have the checks they post about it and then all of a sudden they feel qualified to teach people how to do it or in like marketing and e-com i know like i was talking about this with um austin rabin one of my friends that we had on a couple episodes ago uh he's saying you know there's some like 16 year old who they get lucky they get some store pops off they get you know then they all of a sudden they have a shopify screenshot of them with like thirty thousand dollars worth of sales and then they think that they're qualified to teach on it and i think that the way that you avoid that is by looking at multiple people like you should go you should find three people that you really resonate with watch all their stuff and then that's when you make the decision like oh dude that's the guy like yeah for sure. Instead of just watching one random video, right. uh, you got to get a feel for that person because oh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of fake people out there that have achieved some sort of success, but a lot of the times they got lucky or they were just in the right time in the right place. Yeah. Um, which a lot of a lot of businesses that do well in the beginning and that have that happen usually end up failing later down the road because they they thought they knew everything. They yeah. stopped learning and it just ends up going downhill from there. Right. Um, well, I mean, look, dude, that's exactly what I did, like, um, like with, like, RJ, for example. So, uh, RJ was somebody that I had seen his videos that he was putting out, and I just, like, it resonated with him. Like, I loved his style, and I was like, dude, I want to learn from that guy. And I'm really glad I did because, you know, he was able to teach me so much. Yeah. But it was because, like, there was, um, like, he was somebody that I just identified with. Like, I liked his style. There was that piece of it, too. It wasn't just that he you know could show me how to wholesale real estate there are tons of people who could do that yeah but he just had like a personality that i clicked with i think that's important too i think if you really if you really want to want to find something who's going to take you to that next level right i 100 percent agree with that yeah it's uh it's important to find people who you like and you actually will listen to mm-hmm. <laughs> uh because yeah i mean it, i could i could hear two different people talking about something that Oh, like, you know, like for wholesaling, for example, they both do wholesaling well, but you got to you got to find someone who you can actually learn from. Right. Sometimes some people are not good at teaching what they know already, even though they might be great at it. Yeah. Uh, Well, dude, I mean, I know personally there there are some people out there when I was learning and like they're fucking dorks, like they're people. And and like, I mean, that's just what it is. Like they're dorks. And I'm just like, dude, this this is fucking boring. Whereas I know the same people that they appeal to. They're gonna see my stuff and they're gonna be like, "Fuck that guy!" Like, <laughs> right? And <laughs> For it's, sure, it's it's, it's differences in, in opinion and, and how people are. But I yeah. mean, that's what that's what makes it good is that we are all you know different. We have different learning styles and we want to learn from different people. Yeah, no, right? I couldn't agree more. But um, dude, that that that's the that's the thing I love about like these kind of industries that we're in, like whether it's wholesaling or marketing or e-com or, or social media management. There's so many different options nowadays, but it's all these different different things you can learn all from youtube where it's like like we're very lucky to even have those like selections where it's like not long ago there was none of that like right the only way that you were gonna make money was when you went to college and you learned some like yeah no you're right you know that actually makes me think of something is like right now we live in a time when it's the easiest to make money Mm -hmm. and it's funny too because a lot of people actually complain oh like older generations had it better like homes were so cheap all that but i'm like but they didn't have like the internet they didn't have marketing they didn't have facebook ads like like those people are just coming up with like excuses in their mind to feel sorry for themselves and like they don't actually realize that they have the power to control their destiny just through you know doing some research yeah which our older generations couldn't really do oh dude this this is the best time to be alive and it's not even close like yeah. we have all of the dopest <laughs> shit dude we have the internet where you can go learn literally anything like we have air conditioning and life has gotten so good that people have got to just they they, they they're making up shit to bitch about yeah you know? i mean yeah it's it's like a downfall low-key like if this keeps going on you know people are too comfortable like you know it's happened before in past societies mm-hmm. where things got so easy that they 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 started tripping over themselves and then you know they had a downfall right like the roman empire right the um you know like there's many empires in past you know right well it's, it, things get so good that all of a sudden it, it's that 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 saying right that um 
hard times build strong men strong men create good yeah. times good times create weak men weak yeah. men create hard times yeah exactly like, it, it's this yeah. cycle that's just like feels inevitable yeah and it's it's just up to you to differentiate like what what is what is like in my control right you know a lot of people just think oh nothing's in my control like this world's crazy and yeah it is crazy but there's things you can do every single day that will change your trajectory and your yeah. life oh and, absolutely but I think, look, dude, if you're lucky enough to be born in America, then you have internet access. Yeah. Like, yeah. and if you have that, like, it, all it takes is like the the want to 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 go learn how to do these things, and then to take the time to sit down and enter in some searches, watch some videos, and seriously learn, and you can go change your life. Yeah, it's 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 honestly it's simple, but it's so hard to grasp for a lot of people. Yeah. It, it blows my mind, but you know what are you gonna do? Right. Well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. People can find something to bitch about. People, you know, that, that there's just there's a certain sect of the population that's going to be that way. Yeah. I mean, I just choose to 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 see all the beauty and fun in it, and dude, that, that's what keeps it exciting. Yeah. No, that's the way to look at it. For here's sure. the thing I found, bro. I I like this shit is like so much fun to me. Like, but since I've been digging into this, it's like I can see how this would be very addictive. It's like making offers and like scaling them, <laughs> and then just like redoing it and and. Learning a little bit every single yeah, time. Well, that's where serial entrepreneurs, that's yeah. where they got their name, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they can't stop. It's right. too many shiny objects now. Dude, there is. There's so many different things. And that, that, that's like the that's the hardest part, I'd say, about wholesaling real estate is people get into this. They go get a deal or something, and all of a sudden, they're like, oh, well, I got to go try out all these other things because there's so many different ways to make money in real estate, right? They, all of a sudden, they start to learn about wholesaling. Like, well, now I'm going to go fix and flip. Now I need to go buy rentals. Now I'm going to have this short-term rental. And then, you know, we got this. And, and there's so many different ways where it's like, dude, first thing, do one thing and do it really well. Get really good at the one. Yeah. Like, go and once you're doing consistently 10 wholesale deals a month, then you can start learning about some of these other things. Which, I mean, I'm, I'm getting to the point now where it's, like, I'm even, like, hyper on this. Like, I'm just, like, it's never enough. Like, I need to keep scaling, wholesaling more. Like, I need to be at a million dollars a month. And then it's going to be, like, I need to be two million. Yeah, it's just a never-ending rat race in your own business, which is dangerous. You know? Well, here's the thing, but yeah. it's fun to me. It's, like, it's not even about the money. Like, obviously, the money is fucking sick, and I want, you know, to get all the luxuries that that provides for you. Yeah. But it's, just, it's a game, dude. I was talking about Ooh. this uh, the other day uh, on, on TikTok Live. I was saying how somebody asked, like, are you successful? And I was like, dude, yeah, I'm the most fucking successful person I know. You want to know why? It's because every single day I'm excited about something. Mm, now, yeah. I'm not excited about things in the way that a kid is excited for Christmas or you're excited to go on vacation. I'm excited about something that I got to do, something I'm working towards. And there's multiple things that I'm excited about every single day. Like, I'm excited to go to the gym. And it's not because I want to go to the gym. It's because I'm excited for what going to the gym is going to give me. And I'm excited to get to work because I know that I'm working on building things. Then it, that is fun to look at, at these end goals I have, right? Yeah. And it's like yeah. that keeps you successful because it's always something that you're excited to get working on. And I think that's why I like like creating these things. And then because it's like I can see the end. And it's like, but the fun part is while you're building it. Because once it gets to the end, I know I'm just gonna want to restart and do it again. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, that's that's awesome that you think like that. A lot of people like just have that one goal in mind, right? And they're putting a a means to an end, which is actually really dangerous for oh, your definitely. own your own mind. Like I've even done this before. Like when I was in a scarcity mindset way back when, when I was really broke, and I was like, okay, I need to get to this point of like making this much money. And then I did, and then I was like kind of depressed. I was like. Is there like anything else here? Like, what <laughs> why, else is, why is great this different? Besides me not having to like check how much I'm spending at the grocery store and yeah. like things like that, which are nice. But uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta definitely enjoy the process. That's I'll tell you huge. what, bro. That 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 is the best uh, to be right there. Like that's what I've realized is that like the fact that I don't ever have to look at any prices at the grocery store or like like once you get to the point where you don't like worry or like you're not concerned about like paying rent or paying your mortgage. And you can eat whatever you want, meaning, like, you can buy whatever the fuck you want at the grocery store. You yeah. can go to dinner, and you can order whatever you want. Now, I'm not saying that every single night you can go to fucking, like, Ocean 44 and be eating tomahawk steaks every right. night. But, like, <laughs> you know, for anything, I can eat whatever the fuck I want, and I live. And, like, that's fine, right? Yeah. I think that is, like, once you get there, at a certain point, like, you're not going to get any more, like, happiness, real true happiness from money. Right. I mean, if you just look at, like, like ancient humans like the only things that we were worried about was food and shelter and like yeah. procreating and mm -hmm. like 
that's really hardwired into our DNA. That hasn't really changed over like the last whatever how many thousands of years that we've been evolving for. But yeah. like, it's actually crazy that you know people think that getting to a certain money, amount of money or like having a certain amount of objects is going to make them like truly happy. Right. Because I've experienced it. And it really doesn't. It's matter. Mm. What all that matters is your family. You know who you love, what you do for people, like you know, enjoying the process, building, like, especially as men, like, we really enjoy building. I think that's where we get a lot of fulfillment from. Definitely. And, you know, if you stop building, you know, let's say you want to retire when you're 25, I think you'll just be super depressed at some point. And then you're going to go back to building eventually. But that's what I've been saying is, like, people are like, oh, I want to retire, this, that. And it's like, and then what, bro? What are you going (laughs) to do? Like, you fucking, like, bro, there's only, like, you can only play so much golf. Like, you can only play so much video games. Like, Like, you need to have that thing that you're looking forward to. For sure. Right? Which, for me, is the building thing. And I think you're absolutely right where, like, I don't know. I'd be hard-pressed not to say all men, right? Like, I feel like pretty much that's a universal thing. Like, 100% of guys, like, you are going to get fulfillment from building something. Whether it's a company or something with your hands or whatever it may be. I think, you know, you're probably different people are inclined to go different ways with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's just but what it comes down if you break it down like it's not just building it's just like growth in general yeah. like growing you know like you and I we love going to the gym because yeah. we're growing we're growing personally you know physically like it just makes you feel good like yeah kind of you know happy so um, dude something I was thinking about is so like obviously our time on earth like it's one thing is guaranteed like you're not here forever right yeah. you you got a limited time yeah. and one thing I was thinking about is I was like what when I like. Like when I die, like am I is there gonna be anything that I was the best at during my time? And it's like right now at the, at the trajectory I'm going, the answer is probably no. Like I'm not gonna be the very best wholesale. You know how do you measure that? Yeah. But the best wholesaler or the best bodybuilder, whatever it is. Yeah. And then I was thinking about that. I was like, all right, well, why am I saying that? Like, I need to figure that out. Like, there's something that I want to be the best at. Now, I haven't exactly figured out what that means or what that looks like, Uh but it's something I've I've been, like, thinking about really in my mind is, like, what am I going to be the best at? Because there needs to be something that I'm going to pick there. That's interesting. Yeah, I think legacy is also another big thing that, like, humans in general really strive for because, you know, after we die, it's like, like, fuck, Alex says this, like, like no one's gonna remember you. Yeah, in, like, like after after three years. three generations, like you're done. Yeah. So I mean that's why that's what motivated a lot of ancient kings. Like they built pyramids, they built all these crazy empires because mm-hmm. they wanted to leave a legacy behind them. Like right. Um, and yeah, that comes down to your personal preference. I think some people's legacy is like just some, like just for surfing example, like, oh, I just wanna catch like the biggest waves like yeah. in my community or I wanna I wanna I don't know. There's a lot of different things you can you can strive for, but yeah, I mean, some people's are definitely bigger than others. Yeah. Dude, I feel like the surfing community is, like, the coolest thing ever. Like, um, I was in uh, I was in San Diego for a wedding, and every morning, like, I was seeing, like, all of these people that was just, like, squatting up and, and going to the beach to go surf. And, like, there were groups of older people and then younger people, but there are all these groups, and, like, you could tell, like, this is just part of their, like, routine. This is part of their tradition. This is what they do. Yeah. They wake up in the morning and they go surf. Yeah. And I was like, that's the dopest shit. Yeah, no, it's definitely something that I think a lot of people would enjoy doing if they got the chance to do it yeah. and, like, actually live that lifestyle. But some people, I don't know, some people hate the ocean and, like, hate getting wet and all that, cold or whatever, but um, it's a great community for sure. I, I, I mean, that, that's, like, when I look at, like, you know, something that I'd really like is I'd like to get the opportunity to really see what that's like. I mean, I went surfing one time in, in Hawaii. I, I got, like, a lesson or whatever. Yeah. But I, it was kind of bullshit. Like, I didn't really, yeah. you know. <laughs> but I want to seriously learn how to do it and uh, just kind of get to experience some of that. I think something about, dude, just regularly being outside, being yeah. in, like, salt water like that, being in the ocean, yeah. like, that shit's got to be so good for you. It's, it's, dude, I swear, like, the happiest I've ever been was when I lived by the ocean. Like, yeah. and I'm in here in Arizona, and there's, like, a lot of great things about this place, but I'm, I'm you know, I grew up in Hawaii, so yeah. I, that'll always be my home, but, dude, it's it's actually, there's actually a study that said, like, some crazy percentage of people that live near the water actually live longer than people who don't. Well, I mean, dude, look at look at the population density of pretty much every single area on Earth. It's most mostly densely most densely populated near the water. 
Yeah. Like that's where people are like, oh, yeah, I need to be fucking here. Now, I'm sure there's other utility reasons for that. Mm-hmm. But there's something to be said about, like, the just a fucking vibe you catch from being next to the ocean. For sure. It's a vibe. Yeah, that's a great way of yeah. putting it. It's, it's just a straight vibe. Like, Dude. Really fun time. You know, I don't know what it is. I've, I've gotten a lot more spiritual over the past, like, couple couple years. And I still haven't figured it out yet. But um, we're young, so yeah. we got well, time. Well, I'm starting to notice more more things like that, you know. Yeah. Like like, like what that. we're saying, like the the vibe of being around the ocean. Like, why is that? Like, well, what's going on there? Like, why does that make yeah. you feel different? Feel good? Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, there's there's a lot there's a lot there. I mean, from my experience of being near the ocean most of my life, like a lot of it. When I go surfing, for example, like something I really notice is like my ability to stay really present. Like all those like thoughts and noises in my head like really quiet down you're only focused on the one thing at hand the 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 surfing the the waves around you like the animals like fish swimming like it just puts you in such a state of mind that's so peaceful like like a flow state yeah i mean for sure flow i mean there's obviously parts where you're like you have to be patient (laughs) with uh you know waves or you know kooks or whatever but um yeah i mean it's it's just like when you're having a great time out there like the best way I can describe it is just like peaceful. Yeah. Very like you feel very good out there. Yeah. Well, that's another thing that um like while I'm thinking about it, that I feel like uh people are chasing is anything that makes you like forget or stop watching the clock. Right? Like whether it is you're surfing, you're out there in the ocean where all you know, you're just doing w- what it is you're doing, but you're not sitting there thinking like when you're surfing, you're not like, oh shit, like and like whatever like i gotta fucking do this thing that email is like later today or whatever it is right you're not just doing really what, you're just no. doing what you're doing yeah unless i'm like bored out there if yeah. it's like i like surfing bigger waves usually because like it's more it's more more energy moving around like i'm not thinking about those things but yeah um no i'm just going out there to have fun you know yeah it's all about fun out there i think like you know just having a good time Definitely. with your friends laughing good fucking waves good fucking vibe dude <laughs> yeah i love that yeah um magic high where can people you've been you've been fucking you've been getting on the content game i've been seeing it i've been trying yeah <laughs> i've been trying to make some more content yeah yeah so where, where are the best places for people to to look at what you're putting out there oh well i mean you could follow me on my instagram um it's just my name M-A-J- you got it yeah you got to spell that one yeah out. it's m-a-j-i-x-k-a-i it's just my name uh magic high um yeah it's best place right now i'm i've been starting to post a little on tiktok it's also just my name um yeah it's probably the best way to find me. Absolutely, dude. You got some good stuff out there about marketing, about business, you know, current events, things that are going on, some really quality stuff. I highly recommend you. you guys go check that out. Um, guys, I really appreciate uh, everybody taking the time to watch this. If you are watching this on YouTube, take a second to leave a like. And if you have any questions, drop them in the comment box below. Guys, if you're interested in learning more about Wholesaling 101, there's also a link below where you can check that out. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, I would so appreciate it if you would take 30 seconds right now to write a review on the show. Uh, It helps me learn what we're doing good, what we need to do better, and will help other people uh, be able to to learn and and grow with us. So I'd appreciate it if you take the time to do that. Um, Guys, if you have uh, something else I want to say, if you guys have any guests who you would like to be see featured on the show, I'm always super interested uh, to see who you guys would like to see me interview, please send me a DM on Instagram um, and I'll reach out to them and see if we can get them on. But as always, thank you guys for watching and we will see you on the next one.